Internet Traffic Jam, episode 381. Hi, my name is Vince Reed, lead generation expert, speaker, and coach. And if you want to learn how to generate targeted leads for your business using pay-per-click marketing on a mastery level, stay tuned because I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Battle Zone edition of Internet Traffic Jam. Vince Reed here, and what you're about to listen to is a mastermind that I had with the one and only Sean Stevenson. If you are an entrepreneur, if you are a business professional, this is definitely hands down a mastermind that you want to listen to. Sean is an amazing uh, public speaker who is known for making people laugh, cry, and more importantly, make a lot of money. So if that is you, if you want to have your mind blown, sit back and enjoy the one and only Sean Stevenson. All right, we are live, and I am with the one and only Mr. Sean Stevenson. What is going on, my friend? What? what? <laughs> awesome. You? So welcome to the battle zone. Uh, I can't promise you you're going to be safe here. It's it a little hot in the kitchen. Safe is for people who are boring. <laughs> awesome. So let's get this party started, because I can't wait to get into the actual uh, mastermind session. So for those of people who aren't on planet Earth who don't know who you are, why don't you give us the quick Cliff Notes version of your story? Basically, what I got by on in high school off of, which were the Cliff Notes of everything. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes I've never given. Okay. A new Cliff Notes. Right? I love it. So I came into the world, one might say I was born in the darkness, right? <laughs> like in the, uh, the quote from Bane and... Uh, in Batman, I was born in darkness, right? <laughs> okay. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly fine. You're okay. good. So uh, I was born in the darkness, meaning I had uh, a physical challenge that is very rare called osteogenesis imperfecta. And almost every bone in my body was crushed when I came into this world. Uh, I was whisked away to an emergency room far away from my mother and father and put in intensive care. I had to live the beginning of my life in a body cast, seated upright like King Tut. And uh, that was my nickname in the hospital from all the nurses. They, they said, how's King Tut? And uh, so that's kind of how I came into this world. Uh, I moved through my younger years, kind of like a Forrest Gump movie, because I did all these crazy fun things that people were like, wait, how's that guy in a wheelchair doing it? But I didn't know I was in a wheelchair. Like my mind didn't worry about that, you know? So while everybody else was pointing fingers, I didn't know what they were talking about. And it's not because I didn't have the mental capacity to do it. It's because I didn't care about their seeing what I didn't have access to, right? Like imagine a donut. It doesn't, a donut doesn't feel like a loser because it's missing something in the middle. Wow. Right? It, it's a donut. Everybody loves it. You can dunk it in coffee and hot cocoa. Like it has its own purpose. It's not a croissant. It's not a it's not a uh, a muffin, and it doesn't want to be. It's a donut. And so you could all look at my the hole in the middle of me and go, "Oh, he's disabled. He can't walk. He can't. He's not normal height." But that'd be fixating on the donut middle. I can do quite a bit with my life based on my mind. Everybody can if they have. Hopefully, if they have a good enough mind, they can set futures that everyone else them, around them go, well, that's not possible. How's that? And that's because those people are fixated on their own center of their donut that's missing, right? And so I know it's kind of a weird metaphor, but I've gone on then later in life to figure out how do I sell donuts? How do I 
create a reality with my condition being three feet tall in a wheelchair that people want to pay me and that I can bring them value in exchange. And then I'm like, oh, I can dunk this donut into something coffee-like, you know? And so the coffee that I choose to dunk my donut in is professional speaking. It's, it's being a therapist. I have a unique therapy practice where I work with entrepreneurs who are very successful in, in their business, but not so much in their personal life. And they want to fix that. So they come see me for 12 hours in a row and then usually never again. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, what's called a breakthrough process. And then I got lots of uh, new, new exciting things that I can't talk about that are in the works right now that I am just so excited about. Oh man. So you're going to leave us with the cliffhanger like that. I huh? am. That's why you got to bring me back. Someday, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, we, oh, you know, that's going to happen. All right. Well, let's dive into the good stuff. Let's get into the mastermind. I mean, geez, I feel like literally, I think you might've set a record three minutes and 30 seconds in. And I feel like I just took, everything I needed from that um, intro. So, you know, the way that this works, we just treat it like people are flies in the wall and it's just you and I just getting better working on our business. So let's dive right into it. The cool part is I get to cheat because it's my show. I get two questions, you get one. I'll so, take it. so here we go. You know, obviously you've taken, um, you know, your strengths and you've turned it into um, a bigger strength. Like some people might say, what some people might say it's a weakness. Okay. He took something that happened and he's turned it in, but I look at it as a, you turn it into a strength and you yeah. turn it into a business. Right. Yeah. So when did that happen? And, and, you know, if someone was coming in like, and they're sitting in themselves, you know, I'm, you know, in my case, I know I get a lot of people that may say, Oh, I'm, you know, black or I'm this or I'm that. I know the moment. I know the moment. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. I was in high school. I wanted some spending money to buy some Sega Genesis video games. You remember Sega? I do remember Sega. Yeah. So I wanted to play Joe Madden 1996 or whatever it was, or 1994. Um, and, uh, and I didn't have the money, so I wanted to go make the money. And I went and applied to work at a electronic store that didn't hire me. I won't say their name, but they have a lot of the best buys out there when you go out and get televisions and stuff. So anyway, they... Um, uh, they didn't want to hire me because they like out and out said, oh, well, you know, we don't think the customers would feel comfortable with you in the wheelchair and maybe you couldn't reach the top shelf. So I couldn't get like a part-time job at this place that has some of the best deals in the world. And so then I, I left that and so I was like, okay, try again. So then I went out and I had a friend. He was like, oh, I work at a limousine company. Maybe you could be a, a, um, a receptionist, like a what do they call it when you take the calls that and that then uh, plug them into um, into the cars? So like mm -hmm. you, you call up and you say, "This is back before Uber and all that." Um, oh, I want to. I want to. Uh, What's that called? When you're trying to place a uh, time slot for a car to come pick you up. Oh, like a concierge person. Yeah, kind of, but like the like the air traffic controller of the right. company, right? Right. Uh, it'll come to me in a, in a minute. But anyway. Um, I was like, hey, I can be on the phone. I can be a receptionist. I can, I can take the calls and book them into the right cars and everything. And they said, no, we don't think we can hire you because what if you had to go get coffee and something uh, for the, the team? We couldn't, uh, we couldn't deal with the fact that you're in a wheelchair. I'm like, okay, that's strike two, right? Strike three, right across the school, right across the street from the school, there was 
the chiropractic office. And in this chiropractor's office, I went in and said, what if I was a receptionist for you? What if I greeted people and took your calls and all that? You know, I can do that. And they said, no, actually, this isn't gonna work. And they gave me another excuse about my wheelchair. So now, I don't get to work in the electronics store. I don't get to work at the, um, the limousine company. And I don't get to work at this chiropractor. And by the third strike, I kind of felt like, shit, I'm never going to get hired. And this was before a lot of the laws were passed about hiring people with disabilities. And I was really upset. And I felt like my appearance and my condition was going to block me from making money. So my family and I talked about it. And then I came up with the idea, like, what if I work for myself? And I had a counselor at the time that said, you know, you're pretty uh, entertaining. What if I paid you to speak on stage at a high school event about what it's like to have a disability? And wouldn't you know it, the very thing that was blocking me from those jobs started my career as a speaker. Wow. Because, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the G word, but God is amazing. You know, call it the universe, call it God, call it energy. I don't really care what you need to call it, but you probably believe that there's something greater here than just your own brain. At least I do. And so that force works in a mysterious way. And when you're trying to go, you know, hardcore into the front door, sometimes it's the back door that's open or the window that's open or anywhere that is not where everybody else is telling you you should be. Wow. If you constantly try to go in the front door and it's locked, you're the one that's got the problem. Now, wow. here's what's interesting about that. Once I started speaking, I got paid $150 for my first speech. 150 bucks. And that bought me all the Sega Genesis I need. <laughs> and then once I did it, I was like, oh, that was fun. Got the audience to clap, got the audience to laugh, got the audience to cry a little bit. Like, you know, I, you know, I just tell my story about what it's like having a disability and how to treat people with disabilities. And then that speech, a couple of weeks went by and the phone rang again. And it was another school saying, hey, we heard about this school that you spoke to. Would you speak to our school? I said, sure. I did the second speech. See, anybody can do once something once. But when you have that second time, you're like, is there a pattern emerging here? And that second speech then led to a third, which was a hospital. And then the hospital led to a prison. And then the prison led to an association. And then the association led to an organization. And an organization led to a conference. And a conference led to a convention. A convention led to a company. And then a con company led to a retreat. And then a retreat led to the awareness that I had something here. And by that time, I was making thousands of dollars a year while in school. Amazing. Amazing. So basically, it sounds like a lot of people, they would have just said they would have got that first no when they went to work for the, for the, uh, for the company to buy, to, you know, that basically sold the Sega Genesis. And they would never know of this major opportunity. And then they would have went home and felt sorry for themselves. But you went 
to all these different places and kind of it steered you in the right direction essentially yeah. is what you're saying yeah it's powerful so how do you monetize that today are there any, like how would you monetize something like my speeches went from 150 dollars to this time this recording is to uh between 25 and 30 thousand dollars wow so that's how i monetize that and you, you know that's a good day for me i like it um but that's still trading time for money mm -hmm. so how do you get it even more you you get up on to the internet and you sell products and you have books and from stage you get paid thirty thousand dollars but then you offer a course and you sell it to the audience and you bring in another three hundred thousand dollars and then you have trainings where you teach people how to become speakers and you get paid by each of them to learn how to become a speaker so with that said it's a process of doing what I love and teaching people how to find what they love and do that. So it's a twofold. I am a professional speaker, but I'm also, I would even call myself more than that. I don't think of myself as a professional speaker as much as I do a world-class, as a, hold on for a second, I'm getting a download from the worldwide web of my brain. <laughs> world thought leader. And as a world thought leader, I teach people how to find what is their thought so that they can become world thought leaders. Because speaking is boring, being a world thought leader is epic. It truly is. And I've heard, I've had the chance to hear you speak several times. In fact, the one that sticks out was the one you did at Russell's Funnel Hacking event. That Thank was one of, my one of the best speeches I've ever um, heard. And also, I thought the event we were both at recently at the uh, Speakeasy Mastermind. Yes. I thought you did it. That was a great time and got a chance to hang out with you. A lot of fun. Thank awesome. You. So it's your turn, man. How can I help you? I mean, I don't know if, if that's possible <laughs> based on what I just heard, but. Of course it's possible. I'm, <laughs> I've, I've reached about 300 million people in the world, okay? And that means that there's a little over 6.7 billion left, right? So I could definitely use your help. Um, I want to get more traffic to my webinars because on my webinars, I teach people about my, my, my process, my formula, my, what I call my human connection formula. And it's how I interact on stage to make sure people are laughing, crying, and rethinking their life. So the precursor to teaching them that is getting them on the webinar. I want a thousand, I want a thousand people on the next webinar. How do I get there? Okay, so a couple of things. Number one, right now, and I'm assuming you're probably running like an, automat an automated webinar, is that correct? So you're just doing real webinars driving? This is a real thing, man, real time. Okay, all right, which is even better because most people today are running automated webinars and the show up in attendance is really down on those because everybody's doing webinars. That's right, so, I don't do that. Exactly, so what I would do for you is, I don't know if I would necessarily lead, lead with a webinar. I think. For me personally, just because, and then, I mean, like I said, I was, I'm so moved every time I see you speak. I personally think a basic funnel, just you on the front end, driving them into a situation where they get to see you in action on stage, some clips of some of your best talks, like 10 of my best five minute segments of my speech, right? Get them in so they can see that. And from there, once they open up that email, my follow-up sequence would be designed to actually move those people 
onto a specific webinar. Now, are you open to automating a webinar at all? Or you only want them, you only want to do like a one-off, like I want them there live. I'm, the reason why I brought it up is because I have a live event that's coming up and I want to fill it up more by doing a webinar first. Okay. And because I got a lot of friends that are willing to promote a webinar for me more than they would a live event for me. So if I can get them onto the webinar, then I can promote the live event and the people that are on board are on board. Okay. So where is the live event going to be? In Arizona. Okay. So I would do two things. Number one, your existing list of customers and leads, hands down, upload those. I'm sure you already have done that somehow on Facebook. You target them first. Obviously the people who know, like, and trust you. Um, I'm sorry, we're Arizona, right? Is that what you say the event? Yeah. So then what I would do is within a 25 mile radius of Arizona of where your event is, Okay, I would basically run the, the webinar presentation there. Now, for example, how many people are going to be, how many people are you looking to get to this event? Is this a massive event or is this like a mastermind? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's what I call a medium event, 200 people. Okay, so if it's 200 people, um, well, if it's 200 people, I personally believe based on just some of the videos that you've already done and the audiences that you've, that you've built, I would obviously just start, start there. But again, I do this carpet bomb strategy where we go 25 mile radius. And as we get closer to the event, we keep running it each and every week. So for example, the first week, let's say you're two months out from the event just for kicks. All right. So the first two months out, you run a, a, uh, an ad to the webinar, 25 mile radius of the people of in Arizona, as well as your existing audience. So you're hitting people who know you could be in other places, not just 25 miles. But the truth of the matter is, if you can get people close by, entrepreneurs, business owners, they have a better shot of just getting to, to filling the event. All right, so, next, next idea. So, okay. So the next, so from there, um, after um, two months, let's say two weeks after that, you take that existing audience because you basically blanketed everybody within 25 right. miles. But I have a week to do this in. Okay, so now you've got a week. All right, then if, if, if you've got a week to do to pack the webinar, I stick exactly to the people who know, like, and trust you. And I upload your list of customers, upload your list, your custom audience of every single video view that you've ever had. Um, I basically do a, um, possibly create a lookalike audience of everybody who's bought products from you or attended anything. And I make an audience of people like them. And we just promote the webinar that way. I mean, a week is pretty, for 200 people, you've got to go to people who know, like, and trust you. Here's the thing. We don't need to get 200 people. That's the size of the room. We've already okay. started selling the event. I just want to sell it out. That's right. all. Right. Yeah, so I would just start with your list of customers. I would start with your list of video audience, the audience of anyone that's um, viewed your video. And I would create some type of lookalike audience of both of those. And then obviously just come up with something creative that obviously we know that you can do of a reason for why we want to get them onto the webinar. I don't know if I necessarily would make the webinar presentation about the live event. I would possibly make the topic about something else. And then on the webinar, I would say something like, okay, if you'd like to go deeper with me and oh, actually spend. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. So Perfect. the webinar is about the human connection formula, how to right. connect with your audience, whether it's through podcasting, anything. It's about my right. process of what I do as a presenter. Okay. So that's the topic. Then at the end of the webinar, I say, if you want to learn how to put together your message, but also how to deliver it, how to market it, and how to have the right attitude, then you need to come at a live event. If you do it today, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll get the early bird price that we're closing tomorrow, whatever. So right. like, that's the sequence we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that you'd be fine just going to the, the exit, two audiences, customers, leads, 
video audience, and then I'd make the fourth audience would be some sort of like lookalike audience of your customers. All right, so I would just, again, customers, your video audiences, um, people who've watched any video, you can build an audience of them and market to them to get onto your webinar. All, any lead that you've ever generated throughout the years, and then I'd make one custom audience, one lookalike audience of your customers. I would just stick with your customers. People like the people who bought anything from you, whether it was a book, whether yeah. it was anything else. So those four audience, and I would just bombard those people for, the, for that week cool. leading up to the webinar. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So let's see, I got one more for you. All right. So staff and building a team. Yes. Okay, you, you're obviously events, you're speaking, you're doing this. What are, what's a tip that you can give someone that's really scaling companies? Um, do you keep it small? Like how many people do you have managing everything going on? And is there um, a thought process or process um, that you have in mind when it comes to scaling? Well, the way I look at it is you cannot scale without a team, right? All you're doing, if you don't have a team, you have a job. Just own it. You don't have a team, you have a job. Now, you might have a high paying job, so you can still feel pretty and sexy if you want, but it's probably breaking your back a little bit. You probably have to do all the work, right? So the team allows you to be in multiple places at one time, right? And that's amazing. You can be at multiple places at one time. So like you can be working on an event at the same time that you are uh, launching a product at the same time you are collecting leads at the same time you can have yourself be cloned in multiple locations at the same time that is amazing okay so you need to do that if you want to scale without having an expensive job I've learned the hard way I had an expensive job I built my company up to about a half million dollars as a job and I hated it. I loved the job. The boss was me, but I was always exhausted. And I'm like, man, I need to fire my boss. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I put together a team and we're still growing the team. And let me tell you, when you grow your team, you multiply out what you make considerably. In fact, I believe that every person on your team if they aren't, I don't know what the multiple is. Some of my friends would know better, but if they're not 5Xing, if not 10Xing your yearly salary to them, they're not, they're not the right team member. Now that's a, hard, that's a hardcore statement, but if you're paying somebody 100 grand a year, they should be bringing in a million for you. Or at least 900,000 extra. Make sense? Yeah. Um, now that's my theory, um, but you're going to find people that are like, oh, well, it's a different multiple for me. Everybody's company is different, okay? Um, the second thing is, I think we need to talk about what to look for in a team member. I learned from my buddy and my, my friend tour, I call him, Evan Pagan. You've heard the name. And you've probably met him too, right? I've met Evan before. I have not. Okay. So Evan Pagan, he's the man. And uh, he built his company up to either 80 or 100 million pretty badass guy. And uh, Eben taught me that don't look at what people say they're good at because most people don't know what they're good at. They just don't. They went to school as a finance major because that's what their parents told them to do, but that's not where they're good necessarily. They might be incredible 
graphic designers and you oversee one day on their laptop working on graphics and you're like, oh my God, you're amazing. Why aren't you a graphic designer? And they're like, well, my mom and dad pushed me into finance. Right. So when you're interviewing people and you bring them on, don't put them into a job right away. Bring them into the company right away if, if they pass your tests. Then in the company, show them different things that they can be doing and see where they light up. I like that. Is that a Nintendo above your head? That is a classic, bro. Yes. I've never opened it. It's, a, it's the new one, the classic with the like, you know, I know, I know. What, yeah. what games is on it? They got a lot of oh, games. Oh, man. There's like 30 games on there. Read it, read it, read it. Read it. Just, okay, first. hold on. You want to see? Okay, hold on. Let me grab it. You guys are going to laugh because I'm in shorts. So. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Man. This is Super classic right here okay what is it all right so what games we got on this one we got um balloon fight bubble bobble castlevania donkey kong double double dragon dr mario excite bike which was one of my favorites i love excite bike final fantasy galaga ghost goblins gradius or gradius depending on how you say it um let's see kirby's adventure which i never heard of mario brothers one Mega Man 2, Ma uh, Metroid, which I loved, Ninja Gaiden, do you ever play that? Love it. Um, Pac-Man, Punch-Out, Star Tropics, Super C, Super Mario Brothers, 2, 3, Tecmo Bowl, Zelda, Tecmo. Zelda 2. Yes, Tecmo Bowl, man. Dude, this, I'm going to get one. Can you play on the internet against somebody? I don't think you can play on the internet. This is literally the old school Nintendo. I know, but they... Wait, that's the old – so that's not the new one that they released. No, this is old school, like Nintendo 1, dude. Oh, because – Classic. Have you seen the new ones? It's a – no, 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 that, that's what it is. That's it's the new one. It's a mini. It's the new one, but it has all the old games. I don't think you can play on the internet. That would be amazing. How cool That would that be. be. That would be so cool. Yeah, I love collector's items. I got that when it first came out and uh, haven't opened it yet. Okay. Now, what, what else we got? Oh, in terms of games? No, no, no. Oh. In, in oh. Of, oh, we're good. We're good, man. We're, we're talking Nintendo. So listen, what I want to do is do this. Tell us where people can connect with you. How can more people get to your amazing event? What you got going on? Can we give you a URL uh, in advance? Yes, uh, I can put that in there. I got some links for you. Give them that, that. That'll give them a video that will help them understand that human connection formula that I referred okay. to before. Um, and the human connection formula... It took me 22 years to find out that there was something I was doing that was separating me from other speakers. Because some speakers are good, but some people are great, and some people cut through the noise of your brain, incept an idea, and then when you go home, your life just gets better. And that's the formula I've created. Awesome. Well, definitely, we would definitely put that in the... Um description make sure you guys check that out but before i let you go i want to let you know that you survived the battle zone yes it was, it was amazing can, and I what I do? can i invite you to something absolutely all right so uh offline we can give you all the details but uh um i want you to come to my speaker training as my guest if you're available on your calendar i will love to come to your speaker training that'd be awesome and, be and before i let you go we're going to talk about that let me just quickly do the cliff note version of my notes i took more notes then I have for anybody else has done this, all right? Um, the beginning was amazing, but what I took the most was you started out, you turn your nose into a positive. Your, your 
uh, people basically shutting you down has led to this amazing career of yours that's changed the lives of so many people all over the world. So for those of you listening in, if there's anything that's basically um, held you back, it could actually end up being and most likely being a positive for you. Um, let's see. Um, what if I, if I were, you, you had the idea, what if I work for myself? Your family was behind you. You did it. Your first job paid you $150. That was a check, which is crazy. Now you're making $25,000 a year, or I should say a speech. If that, and that's a bargain. Um, what I loved um, awesome was, was uh, you talked about no team. You basically have a job, all right? Your, your people you bring in should be 5Xing, 10Xing your salary. Um, powerful um, message here from Evan Pagan. Um, don't look for what people think they're good at. Basically, let them come in, let them be a part of the team, and basically see where they shine. Did I do all right with the notes? There was a lot here. I could have gone on for days, but that was what I picked up. I really appreciate it, my friend. And uh, thank you guys for um, listening, and we definitely got to have you back. Absolutely. And be in touch with my office so we can get you the uh, details to come to the live event. I will definitely be there. Appreciate you. Hey, what's going on? Vince Reed here. I know you got a ton of value from the content that I just shared with you, but I want to let you know that I have an additional bonus for you. How would you like to learn how to generate 2,100 quality leads for your business in less than 90 days and four lead generation and marketing strategies that you can use to actually get them? If so, go ahead and click on the link in the description of this video or visit ventreed.com forward slash win. I'll see you there.